everybody? My name is Out of Sight, and welcome to the Layup Line Podcast. We talk hoops and play dope music. The beat in the background provided by Sixth Sense. Today we are joined by my frequent collaborators, Dre Bond, Ant Brent, and Sixth Sense. We break the show down in four 12-minute segments like quarters and play music in between quarters. So without further ado, welcome to the layup line. We'll start the show with a little pre-game music. Thanks for listening.
What up, everybody? Welcome to the Layup Line, episode two, where we talk hoops and play dope music. My name is Out of Sight. Thank you for joining and listening. And uh, as always, I'm joined by the homies, Dre Bond out in Jers. What's good? Aunt Brent, New York City. Buenos dias. And Six Cents, all the way in the 914. Skull Candy. Okay. <laughs> Not paid to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, but how you guys doing? How was your weekend? Everybody's weekend was good? Everything was good. No snow. We're good. No snow in New York. Yeah, we got it was like 55. It's 50, oh, really? It's, yeah, it's 50 something right now. Crazy. Yeah, I, heard, yeah, I heard there was like a windstorm out in Cali and shit. Yeah, no, it, it, rain, it rained yesterday, and people in Southern California, when it rains, it's a very yeah, big they deal. fell apart. It's a very big deal. a rainstorm. Well, yeah. I mean, all due, res- all due respect, though, is that since it never rains there, it's when, it's, when it starts to rain, the oils and everything in the road makes it kind of slick from what I understand, right? Yeah, people can't drive People can't drive for shit out here in the rain. That's, it's that's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's also hilarious because when you go outside and, and do stuff, people will be like, what are you doing? It's raining. Like it's <laughs> like when it snows <laughs> in the East Coast, and they're like, yeah, don't go out the roads. People will be like that with the rain out here. I'm like, dude, it's fucking rain. No, they're going to threaten people on the roads out here. Like, Yo, if you go on the road while it's snowing, we're going we're gonna to give you a ticket. Right, a ticket. right. They were, closing <laughs> down, they were closing down the city. You couldn't get your food delivered. That was... That's hilarious. They, they were going to arrest people, period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> under, the, under the charge of being out in the snow. But um, it's Monday. Monday, we do this podcast every Monday. And so an eventful weekend in uh, the NBA. It seems like uh, we got to see the Cavs kind of turn the corner here. Four and one now with Teron Lou, and they blew out the Spurs. Did you guys watch that game? Yeah. I, I, I got to say... Last week I was kind of down on love. He's, oh, look at this! Like love, five days I, later. I don't know what it is, but his game just—I don't know if he uh, like—is just getting put in a different position. But he's looking—he's yeah. looking like he's getting back to you know. K love status. Yeah, like he's—he's he's contributing, and he's, his numbers is going up. And yeah. Like, yeah was it you that said um, second team? Who said second team? Yeah, that was, was me. Cause that's exactly what Thank Lou you. Did. Yeah, I did that, not Tehran. <laughs> <laughs> I called that's, it in. I called that that's one. That's exactly in. what he did. He started rocking. Yeah, him. you know, you gotta get gotta get guys like him the opportunity more. And I don't know, you know, with Tehran Lou now, they 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 want to play a more fast paced style. And uh, there were there was a few things they were talking about. They there was on defensive rebounds. LeBron was running across the court to like going from his usual lane to across the court to create matchup issues and kind of confuse Kawhi and things like that. I don't know if you saw that. Did you and see him yell at, what's his name? Yell at Tristan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like really, like, yell at him? Like, LeBron is not playing this year, man. He's yeah, like, he's like, he's like, I gave you 90 mil to start working. <laughs> like, for real. Like, That's true. Him. Yeah, you're right. But now the Spurs got smoked by Cleveland and Golden State. They have they actually have troubles with the uh, other five good teams in in the league. Their uh, their defense isn't as strong. They they let they let more points get scored. So they're killing they're killing the rest of the league defensively. But against the top five teams, their numbers are drastically different, including a couple losses. I don't know. I mean, that look those games. I mean, the Spurs. I don't know 
if it's a mind mind game or Pop is playing this weird, you know, because they don't look like the Spurs. Like those two games, they just didn't yeah. look like look like the Spurs. Like they were, I mean, they were Dean, but they weren't Dean like that. I mean, at one point, Pop had Anders, Kyle Anderson running with the other team starters. Like, yeah, it was just random. Like in like crunch time, like you had like bench players running at crunch time. Like I know. It, it, I- Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, it was just random. So I was like, he's definitely playing with this. Like, he's trying to see what's going to work, what's not going to work, what he could – like, he's using these games as like a – like, just to see what matchups is going to work or how, you know, how certain, you know, players can deal with certain players. But I don't think he was playing to, like, we're trying to win. Like, we're trying to beat them. Like, you know, like the focus was that. I, to me, it seemed like. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, we we hear that a lot too about you know the Spurs and they're not taking it the season you know as intensely as other teams. But I don't know if there's any cause for concern. But when you're getting beat, but I mean they got whooped by the Warriors real bad, yeah. and it really looked like two different two different classes of teams. And and it's it's scary to think too because I got to watch the Knicks Warriors yesterday. And the Warriors played like crap for a little bit, and it was like giving the Knicks a window to like almost, you know, hang around. And they were turning the ball over, and yeah. you know, just kind of messing around. And and then they just turn it on. And, and um, Steph did not have a good game at all yesterday versus the Knicks. Right and, and then you got Clay just going off. He got off. Draymond. It was like in Philly. It was all Dray, Draymond had a triple double. With a hundred percent field goal percentage, Chubbs is like Draymond. Yeah, yeah, he was at the NBA store this afternoon too, making like day day uh, Warriors All Star jerseys. I saw oh, it on the, cool. yeah, I saw it on the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh cool. man, Fifth yeah. Avenue lit. <laughs> yeah, Dre, 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 Dre kind of wild. Uh, you know, he he's he's a funny guy, but he. He's balling, so it's really kind of hard to say anything. I mean, he legitimately thinks he is the best player in the NBA, and that <laughs> and no, and that attitude just right. permeated through the entire squad. Well, they, they, oh, they, you're they, right. They, he is the heart and soul of that team. That's didn't yeah. I mention that yesterday? Like, you could make an argument, though, it wouldn't happen because you know he's obviously an all-star now. But you can make an argument like he could be most improved player. No, I would. You could. Far. You totally could. I would like to see a chart for Stephen Curry and swag levels from rookie season through up till now because he's just getting more and more and more confident rightfully so he's the he's probably the best player in the nba but draymond green sixes into advanced stats i'm yeah the swag meter (laughs) the swag meter you know swag metrics (laughs) but if i guarantee you uh when it's all said and done draymond green may need to look into the life coach business of some kind (laughs) bring him bring him into the corporate structure to shake things up a bit you know he got a a chip on his shoulder man he he definitely he he's a he's a product of tom izzo yeah and he's hard nosed man and he's from michigan saginaw michigan he's he's a tough dude and he he's kind of one of those guys you don't want to play against and you can't you don't like when you're playing against him but if he was on your team you'd love him right like yesterday so, he makes a layup on the Knicks and he's just yelling down the court it's too easy it's too easy yeah remember the, remember, <laughs> I'm remember like this motherfucker man <laughs> right. in the finals that was what I was saying was the key to that whole series to turn it around was when Dre started getting on his game and he started popping off at the mouth in Cleveland remember he's like he's like motherfucker I'm back 
Remember right. he was screaming yeah. to the cameras, and that changed the whole entire finals last so, year. So the Warriors Warriors play him at the four and the five, and when at, at some point he's right. playing it's the seven. five, yeah, and KP he's bodying KP, and KP can't guard him. There's not a five that can guard him because he either hit the three, you come up, he's gonna burn you. So, all right, matchup wise, right? It seems like Draymond is is almost. Not Dre Bond, but Dre Bond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get it straight, Shout but, out to uh, Dre Bond, though, who's here. Matchup-wise, you know, it se that seems to be their real leg up and what creates the, a real issue for them, for, for other teams against them. What is a good matchup for Dre Bond at the 4 and the 5? Like, okay, the Spurs, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is going to – can't guard Dre. Can't doesn't guard. Play, we, like. we, we came up with all the matchups the other day. We were like, yeah. Kawhi's gonna hold down Steph. Oh my God, he, Steph ate him alive. Yeah, he's too like, too quick. He killed I was like, him. And then what was that shot when um when when uh was it the oh um the Sixers? They thought they had it in the in, in the bag. And who was sitting in the corner? Harris Harrison Barnes. That that right. dude was chilling. It's like you can't stop him. Yeah, that was a again, that was the, a beautiful play too. The game it's against like, Philly. The game against Philly on Saturday night. Oh my yeah. God. They that, just I mean, that, that play for Harrison Barnes was gorgeous. Well drawn up oh by Steve Kerr. I mean, if you think about it, all right, we can think about who can really guard Draymond Green. Right. LeBron. LeBron is like the, you know, LeBron can almost play five, and LeBron's one of, he's tough, he's fast enough, and you, you put LeBron on Draymond. That's, 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 but, but he's the best player in the league. Who, Habs are almost going to have to go with a lineup. Where LeBron's playing the five? If Dre's playing the five, is LeBron playing the five? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't leave a big man out there exposed. Yeah. Like if if Bogut yeah. or Azili's in, you can play Mozgov, but say not. Or even Tristan, or even Tristan at the five. Right. But not against Draymond. Tristan can't guard Draymond. So yes, the Cavs would literally have to put out like Adela Dova, Kyrie, J.R. Smith. Shumpert's got to guard Curry a lot too. I mean, oh, but Della Dova, I guess. Yo, okay, so yeah, Shumpert instead. Because Della Dova, yeah, Della Dova is is more of a two way player. Mo Williams, you know, he could score buckets, but he can't guard anybody. All he does is pop shots. I love how every time Mo Williams comes again, first thing he does, he just two dribbles and pops. It's on cue. Like any team he's on, like he's it's like he's got it. He's got it. No catches. Here's a possibility. <laughs> I would be curious if you guys thought he had enough like lateral speed to do it. Uh -huh. he's, in, he's injured right now, but do you think Joakim Noah would be good enough no, to no, guard Draymond? No, no, not no. enough. I love Noah, but he's, he's, he's done the whole year. He's on. He's well, done. no, I meant if healthy, if healthy. No. No. Well, so let me no. ask you this. So Bill Simmons the other day on his podcast. Him and Joe House in the Friday Rolling podcast talked about trades for the Cavs to have yeah, that guy. That. Yeah, so they that. were really up on. They were really loving Ryan Anderson as a possible matchup. But I don't see it because Ryan Anderson to me is basically Kevin Love light. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? and he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. play defense really. Tell me what you think of this. They have the trade exception. Maybe they can throw in yeah. some other things. Thad Young. Yo, yo, I mean, that I mean, Young's Thad nice. Young. I mean, let's not get out of control. But no, but but no, you're right. in terms, of, like, no, in terms of like, I'm physical. not saying he's like an MVP caliber, but, but to play the stretch four, yeah, no, in those not, kind of matchups, I like that Young. Man, dog. You can't, you can't. He's, he's a, a, nice, got, he's a nice player. He's Fifteen nice. seconds. 
We're well, wrapping up. We got to wrap up the first quarter. You got. Uh, we'll come back. <laughs> yeah, that, that young, maybe. All right. Well, Thanks. we're gonna come. Let's play some music, and we'll come back and do the second quarter. Am. Of the red-handed act, he's gonna whisper Look, blood, I'm sorry, cause I know you got my back He was running, I couldn't think I had to get out of that Not long ago, you were mommy to the shook ones Now this really is part two, cause you're the shook one Hand you the tool as you question your friendship Has men like you gonna make me a convict? Never love a felon when I've done nothing wrong
and we are back. Welcome to the Layup Line. My name is Out of Sight. This is a podcast where we talk basketball, life, and play dope music. I'm joined by Six Sense, Aunt Brent, Dre Bond. What up, fellas? What up? So, bang, bang. a topic of conversation. Well, uh, if you guys don't know by now, who, if you're listening, my song is being used on the ABC primetime games. Uh, which are the Saturday night games, and it was also for the Sunday games, so they're using my new song called The Boogie for the introduction to these games, which is an incredible, incredible honor. Primetime. Primetime. Prime time. And uh, this week's primetime game actually was the Clippers versus the Bulls, and we got to watch the Clippers dismantle the Bulls in the fourth quarter, very un-Clippers-like. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You know, my tr- the transition, what I'm trying to say, uh, well, talk about it here, I guess, is are the Clippers uh, who are p- rolling, playing really, really, really well without Yeah, play. I can't say nothing bad. I can't say nothing bad, which is And, great. you know, the topic of conversation, and I think anyone who's talking basketball now, is Blake Griffin. So something has to give. The Clippers are built to win now. Their window depending on who you ask, is open a little bit, closed, but they, they're championship or bust. We all agree? Yes. Come I mean, so. they, they said, uh, I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dre. I, I was just... No, they said, I mean, ever since Blake got injured, they said he's on the table right now because they're saying, well, what did they say, like two to four weeks or something like that? The dude broke his hand. Nah, like, he's out for a while. No, it's, it's, more gonna, than, it's more than two to four. It's going to be like two yeah, more. Yeah, like, I'd say eight weeks. It's like, it's going to be a while. So, I mean, the Clippers need it now. They need to figure he out. Can, Blake can join. I, I heard him and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul are making a support group. <laughs> <laughs> Hands across America. Adam. <laughs> oh, we going now with him, Ken. Right. Oh, holding, holding hands. Holding hands. <laughs> Holding hand. Oh, Holding hand. Hand combat. Give peace a hand, you know? Give <laughs> oh, God. But, but boy, yeah, I mean, I mean, on the, Simmons, on the, on the Bill Simmons podcast, they were talking about different yeah. trades because the Clippers is definitely going to need somebody if, they need, if they're going to try to make a run. They said after this year, they're going to blow that team up. So they let's get your opinions on these trades. They, one of them, they, the biggest one that Zach Lowe wrote about the day before the their the the Simmons podcast is for Mello. Mm. Oh man! <laughs> and I, you know, I'm a huge Knicks fan, but it's it's hard to argue the logic of this trade because yeah, the, the Knicks say no. The Knicks say no, right? Knicks absolutely say no. Uh, Clippers would love it, but the Knicks say no. Look, Blake. Blake is not mellow in the sense of Mello is coming into his own as a leader of the team. And that's pretty much it. I, 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 as a Knicks fan, I, I would say no. And I think as the Knicks, you would also say no. The Knicks wouldn't make that kind of a move. Wait, but let, let, let me be the devil's advocate. Blake's younger. Yes. Blake is just as is, – is, is, it's, it's hard to realize sometimes, but – Blake, when playing, and we saw it without Chris Paul, last year especially, and I was making this argument, he was the third best player in the league at some point. He was. No, he was. He was. So I know 
you know, we love Melo here in New York, especially as diehard Nick fans. But I don't think New York has ever fell in love with Melo the way, you know, we love Odell Beckham right now or Eli or Jeter. He hasn't become a transcendent New York sports figure. He hasn't, he hasn't won anything. Well, you know, they yeah. had that one year, and it was good. Yeah. It was a good year, but it, right, like you said, it, you know, and they, they haven't followed it up. And what do you I mean, think? I don't – I mean, oh, with, go ahead. No, I was just saying with, with Blake, like I, I don't think – I mean, on paper, yeah, it makes sense. I don't think it would be a move that definitely would happen. Just from – I think Phil is almost about, you know, trying to get younger and trying to keep that, that cap space open. You're bringing yeah. in Blake. You're probably gonna have to, you know, obviously put up the money for that. And even though I, I do agree, I, I was always like kind of like a negative Blake dude. Like I don't really, I just thought he was all athleticism. But last year was a huge leap for him as far as being a leader and seeing his skill set mature just with the passing and his and his post up game got actually better too as well. But uh, you know, when you come to a place like the Knicks right now, especially as the, the roster is constituted, I just believe they need to. They need to have a point guard in place, even though Blake can do it on his own. I, I, if the Knicks were to make a play, I'd like to see them have a point guard to kind of facilitate Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a, you know. Well, a, I mean, the cap space, the cap hit would pretty much be uh, a clean swap. So yeah. you would still be able to go and sign somebody like Mike Conley. I don't think you would lose the luster. You know, like if you had mm -hmm. Blake and KP, guys would still want to come play there. Yeah, I, but I I think I don't. Yeah, New York will lose their mind if Melo leaves. Like right you think now, so? I think it just. Yeah, I think it just. It's too fresh, and the team just started playing. Okay. Here's the. That's this true. Is the, the the this is the biggest thing with all the Blake trade trade rumors is if you get Blake, he's not going to play for yeah. a couple of weeks. You know, like the, <laughs> you know the Celtics. Nice. You know the Celtics want to make a run at him. And but he's gonna be, you know, they're a, they were a playoff team last year. They're gonna be a playoff team this year, and they don't want to necessarily, you know, lose assets just to get Blake Griffin for next year. You know, I, in my opinion, the trade through this whole thing that they were talking about, which really interests me the most, even though mm -hmm. even though no one's gonna do it, is you have the Cavaliers who are also kind of in a win now situation. So right. what if the Clippers? And the Cavs do a Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving swap. No, no, no. Now, no, listen, the Cavs no. say hell no because Kyrie's our future. But you have maybe two, two, three years good left with Chris Paul, if that. And he's leading the, the shit out of the Clippers. You put him on the Cavaliers all of a sudden. And then they're a championship now team. And then the Clippers get Kyrie for the future. I don't know. If neither team says yes I would never yes trade Kyrie, Doug. I would never trade Kyrie. Oh, I, I would never trade him. I don't think yeah. for Chris Paul, nah. Dude, Chris that's, Paul. That's Chris so funny Paul, because man. I think of it the other way. Like, right. I don't. I would if I were the. If I'm not really Clips, about Kyrie, you know. Yeah, I, I like Kyrie, but like. You're not giving up. Get, no, I, I just feel like there's a drop off from him and Chris Paul. Is Kyrie incredible? Yes, but He's like the ca the Cavs with Chris Paul as their. Oh man, that's, that'd be. That's what I'm saying. You put Chris Paul on that Cavaliers team right now. You got to give up Kyrie, but with CP3, I think all of a sudden the Cavs look way. Oh, like, but you put Kyrie in the mix in the finals, and it's another team also. I mean, Kyrie didn't play very, most of the finals at all. That's true. You know I mean? That's true. You didn't even get a chance. You can't. You, you got to see him in the finals, and they were there without him. So imagine with him and a Love playing good. Love wasn't there either. So. I mean, 
It's uh, at this point that trade wouldn't make sense. It's not. It's, it's like, not going to happen. But well, I don't think. Yeah. I, I think right now Doc is picking up the phone to hear what people are having to say. But I don't Doc think. Job is on I the mean, these, these these to me are like fantasy trades, though. Like, yeah, they're, 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 like not they're, they're on, all these trades are just like they're good chatter. But in reality, so the real the real trade blockbuster. You know? The real trade everybody wants to talk about, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I'm facetious. <laughs> but you know, Jeff, you know what? Jeff, to get Jeff, Jeff T to the Knicks. The Hawks would have to be drugged to make that trade. No, but, you know, also about that Celtics-Blake trade, I keep hearing about the Celtics assets. Now, that's that's fair. Now that's I, don't, I don't think it's a good deal at all, and I'm tired. You know, like, look, I think Jay Crowder is a good player, and, um, you know, I, 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 you know, Jay Crowder, Avery, Bradley – David Lee's expiring and a couple of picks does not get the clips excited enough for me. I mean, you're talking about it, another two guard who can't shoot and plays the. Well, I mean, yeah. The thing is, there's the picks, Crowder, right? And then you know, Jay Crowder is good. Yeah, but the picks doesn't. Why does that matter to the Clippers right now? They're, they're we're talking championship or bust. Right. Like you know, I if I'm the Clips, I'm saying no to that trade. I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm right. not right. Well, if they want to blow it up, if they want to blow it up, that's not a bad package. But if, I don't. I don't see why they'd want to blow it up, considering they have. You know, not, not you this know, year. I think you know it's going to be interesting. Maybe they can get a, a better haul. Yeah. As a Knicks fan, I would, I would be hesitant to make that mellow trade. But no, I would never make that mellow trade. I hear where you're coming from. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I would. I, I could never. I can't say never. And I don't think it would happen. But looking at it just logistically, it makes sense because Blake and KP would play together so well because Blake can roam the lane mm-hmm. in ways that he can't. The reason why Blake has become a good mid-range shooter is because. He can't post up. DeAndre just clogs the middle. DeAndre has never made a basket outside of 15 feet his entire career. <laughs> Imagine Blake gets to be in the post and work on the, right. the post. Or That's true. Right, but get it, you know Blake gets to work from the, the post and the elbow and just get to work. And then That's KP true. is the stretch four hitting threes. That is a beautiful, beautiful it's combination. A, that's what, that's what definitely elevated Blake too, man. But, but Phil Jackson, the the triangle offense, the the the, the idea that pass. it's a good idea. It's a good. I mean, that's the thing. That's Blake what made that's what, that's what elevated Blake, right? Once like him and DJ got on the same page, a lot of his dimes are those alley oops where Blake is just cutting and driving, then he and throws it up to DJ, and it's like and let's be, and let's be oh let's be honest. It also. Carmelo isn't going to be too upset about going to Los going Angeles. To LA. And, playing with, <laughs> and playing with his buddy Chris Paul. They are homies. They, they, and they have the same agent. So, Leon Rose. So, I mean, I mean, is that is this going to be the big shocker before the trade deadline? It would be it would happen. it would be shocking because Melo has made a commitment to New York. He has. But and he would waive the trade the the no his no trade clause of his contract if he was going to the Clippers, I think. I think yeah, he'd be I mean, okay. I think he'd be okay with that. Okay, we got 15 seconds straight. Last point. What they're saying also is Jeff Teague might be on the uh, on the docket, so the Knicks might be looking into giving. Teague I don't think look. they have the assets for right. Teague. All right.
four seconds, three seconds, two. The buzzer will come back. Halftime.
laughing hysterically my name is out of sight we were laughing about yeah. trying to let the Knicks let Jimmer cook they got Jim BYU college legend Jimmer Fredette on their D-League team and I keep telling them let Jimmer cook free Jimmer free Jimmer he's gonna be with yeah. vanity too I keep calling it now. yeah you, you say that they, they Kawhi like Flies over him. <laughs> That's what we talked about. They go, oh, coming into the game now, Jimmer for death. Hey, oh, stripped by Kawhi. Bang, don't. <laughs> Let him cook. Oh, 
can't man. wait. If they ever bring him up, that's I can't wait to see that. Yeah, he's going to drop 25. Watch. Calderon's yeah, hurt. Galloway's going to get hurt. They're going to have to call him up, just but like yeah. Jeremy Lin had to play. And the next Definitely thing you know, October, 25 points. 25 points. It's going to be Jimmer Mania. I'm excited for it. Only yeah, a matter of time. This asshole Calderon is coming back right now. He's coming back. <laughs> he calls him an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you can't that guy That's how you know we're a legitimate NBA podcast. Asshole. We call <laughs> players assholes. You can't keep, you can't keep him down, huh? I just want Jimmer to play. <laughs> I think just about, want Jimmer to play. Yeah, fuck the parties. Calderon's a nice dude, man. He's a good guy, man. But, yeah, he's just like. He's just, look, Calderon's just past his prime. That's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's playing for free. He acting like he's playing for free. He's making what? That's true. That's very true. He's making eight mil, I think. Eight million a year charity case. Oh man, he's giving it. He's he just passes prime, man. Give him another ten million. Give him another ten million. He started sandwiches in the back for Christ's sake. Give the man a break. He looked like a Barcelona leprechaun the other night with that green sport jacket. Hey, God's an asshole, man. He's an asshole, man. No, he's not. He's got an organic pig farm in Spain, by the way. No, no, I do love Calderon, man. That's why I was just lying. I, 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 I respect, I respect the pig farm. I respect the pig farm. I respect the pig farm. <laughs> well, speak, well speaking, of, speaking of white point guards... Uh, well, he, he's actually European, so... Right? Well, no, we were, we were talking Jimmer. <laughs> okay. We were talking okay. Jose. Okay, go ahead. And uh, I guess it, the news story today uh, is Jeff Hornacek got fired from the Suns. It was only one year ago that Jeff Hornacek coached the Suns to the playoffs where they had no business being. The Suns, is somebody knocking on the door over here? Do I hear somebody knocking? sound like somebody was knocking. <laughs> we, we got a guest in the studio. <laughs> it's Jimmer for dead. It's Jose Calderon. He's pissed. <laughs> He's looking for drink. <laughs> Stop. I, can't, I, can't. I just ordered some, I just ordered some, some organic sausage. Yeah, let me get three. Let me get Gatorades. Let me get some prosciutto and some I'll get, Checo cheese. I'll get Blake to give you a hand with that. <laughs> oh, we have gone off the rails. Oh, my God. Back, back, off the rails. Back on focus. Back on focus. All okay. right. So, anyhow. Um, Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek, yes. Jeff Hornacek got fired. And the, the Suns are an absolute albatross of an organization. They have, over the years, they have... They have baffled minds constantly, and here we go again. They tried to tank, made the playoffs. Finally, you know that was after them signing nine point guards. <laughs> <laughs> the nine point guard experiment. They were called the Phoenix Ones. Yeah, the Phoenix Ones. <laughs> they ended up trading Isaiah Thomas, who's now an All Star and six man of the year, and scoring twenty a game in Boston. Okay, good job. Um. <laughs> Their two main players is injured. Yeah, and that was the start of it, actually. Why the hell did they bring in Isaiah Thomas last year when they were at Bloodsoe and they had Dragic? Right. And, that and they was went the got Brandon Knight. I mean, it's just, I don't know what they're doing. Supposedly they were trying to tank. Now, you know, they are tanking. <laughs> and for some reason, <laughs> they are tanking. The, you know, they got their two best players are out, and Jeff Hornacek got axed, and I am absolutely baffled. 
Uh, sorry to Jeff Hornsack, but what the more interesting news to me is uh, the Suns are trying to hire Steve Nash, but yeah. Steve Nash, as of right now, is saying, no thanks, I'm not ready to go full-time on the bench, but Steve Nash was my guy, and that would have that been... That would have been a good hire. I think the Phoenix Suns front office is just a bad job up and it's, down. That's really it is a bad that's job. All, it, like, and, and yes, Jeff Horn, like Jeff Hornacek almost looks like he was trying to get fired. Almost. <laughs> like, right. No, no, no I, mean, I'm, I'm, I agree. I, I agree. And, and, and the Phoenix Suns front office is doing such a bad job that I actually heard. Mike D'Antoni is a possibility. It's all, it's I mean, Mike D'Antoni. I mean, like <laughs> bring him back. Shame what happened to D'Antoni, man. <laughs> no, it's funny. D'Antoni's now on the Philly bench and yeah. been playing a lot better. God, I you mean, can't I lie. D'Antoni's the point guard whisperer. The sales of planters has gone up in Philly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, my planters, it's Pringles. My bad. But as far as the, the Suns go, <laughs> get I get him next time. I get him next time. Mikey Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> No, as far as the Suns go, I mean, I've I've gotten a pulse on the Suns, given because I, for some reason, have like three Suns on my fantasy team, which tells you a lot about where I'm at. <laughs> but um, no, no, like a, a lot of the scouts around the league are saying, it, like Hornacek has just like lost that team, and it yeah. looks like an AAU team on nights, like most nights when they play. Yeah, well, you know, it's, look at the talent you got. Marquis no, Morris right. is a is you know a pain in the ass. That's another thing. Yeah, I mean, what happened to Marquis Morris? Devin, he's a he can ball. He just got really upset about the oh, front office trade. They well, traded his brother. Right, that's, that's they're that's, like a package deal. They've always wanted to play together. Yeah, that's true. They that's do true. everything. Um, they do everything together. De De <laughs> they, that should be if NBA TV ever wanted to do a reality TV show. It should be like the Morris Bros. Oh my God! I mean, oh. We do everything together. <laughs> We're brothers. <laughs> right, uh, before I got to start editing the show. Please. I know. We're getting out of control here. Let's All right. I got other things to do today besides sitting here and editing our jokes. No, but uh, I, um, I wanted to say something else. Oh, Devin Booker is good, but he's yeah. 19. It's not, you know, they don't have a, a ton of talent, but whatever. The Suns are a mess, but uh, I, would, I would love to see Steve Nash back on the uh, on the bench or D'Antoni back there. I, I, I like D'Antoni. But he doesn't, you know. <laughs> I love that, yeah. I mean, people just don't want to admit it, but he's, a, he's, a, funny, he's a funny yeah. guy. I mean, I, you know, D'Antoni brought a style of play that is the NBA now. It is, it, it is. You know what I mean? People just love to hate D'Antoni, man. It just People love to hate. Well, because he had teams that played no D, and now guess what? The whole league doesn't play D. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Uh, he ran the Lakers in the ground, man. He ran the Lakers in the ground. Oh, right. they, you know, they they saw, you know, Dwight Howard and was not a a, a D'Antoni system fit. Steve Nash never got a chance to play in L.A. You know, Is it Dwight wasn't Howard a fit for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Oh my God! You said that. I just started but, shaking my head like he had round for yeah, everything. square peg at this point. I know. But Nash would, Nash would have been like, I mean, Nash is actually a consultant for the Warriors now as well, and he's uh, he's putting together the Canadian national team, so those are the two things he's doing. <laughs> oh, not, not, not. But hold he on. Also, he also has a, 
<laughs> he also doesn't want to give up his uh summer uh, his soccer summer league spot. No, he also doesn't want to give up his tie bow business. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what they said. The reason, the reason he wouldn't take the job, they go. Steve is a guy who has a wide range of interests. We organic? Does he have an organic pig farm in the Napa Valley? No, <laughs> maybe. But in the, during the summertime, you can see Steve Nash and Chelsea Pierce set eight days a week. Chelsea Pierce? No, no, that's true. He's playing soccer. He's no, no, he does. He does. No, props to Steve Nash. Shout out Steve Nash. Man. No, Steve Nash is the man. One of my all-time favorite players. I love Nash, man. Love that dude. Love that a lot, dude. a lot of Nash and Steph's game too. Man. I was oh, no doubt. Yeah, no I was doubt. so gonna say that. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt about it. He's like, he's like. St what the hell? <laughs> and Steve Nash is here too. <laughs> Steve Nash is here. Hold, hold on, hold on. You guys okay. keep well, talking. Go, go, ahead, go, ahead, go. Ahead. What are you gonna say? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. 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 Oh, oh someone yeah, yeah, no, somebody's fucking... Hanging like, something up? Yeah, like... Ne that's like, not OU, because he's all... No, that's me. That's, that's me, dude. That's me. There's some fucking... That's New York City for you. No, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Somebody's fucking, like, fucking building some shit or some that's, shit. What's yeah, that's Steve, <laughs> Steve Nash is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Steve, someone thank else you is... for taking five minutes out of your very, 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 very busy schedule. Someone no, else is hanging it up. <laughs> Hanging it up, hanging it up. To switch a yeah. little bit, uh, OU, were you the one that talked about uh, the um, Oklahoma Thunder being one of the teams last week? Like, yeah, don't don't you, put them out. Not everybody's talking about them. Well, everybody's that's like, because oh, that's yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm one of the premier NBA journalists. That's because layup lines. Like, <laughs> so many hits. Oklahoma again, like uh, uh, they're, they're, if, they're gonna be the team to beat. I was I was in the shower the other day thinking about all my <laughs> NBA predictions <laughs> and how they're all all right. Yeah, how about yeah. I'm until, just pretty. Until, yeah, until the until April, but for now. Yeah, until somebody get hurt, that it's like, man, they suck, man. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I th you know, I, I think watching the Warriors, you know, we got a minute left before the fourth quarter, so I'll just, I'll, 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 to, to add to your point, watching the Warriors this past week, it's pretty safe to say I think they are a level above everybody. But I like the Thunder because they have two of the best ten players in the NBA. Abaka's good. I think... Those guys get hot. They could beat anybody, but I, I'm I'm really hard pressed right now to see anybody being Golden State. I really, I, I I don't know. I don't know if anybody has an answer for him. You know I, what mean, I mean, I, I feel you. The I feel like the Thunder can run with the Warriors for yeah. a few games. Here's the thing. Right, right. Here's the thing. In 48, in a in a best of 48. The Warriors have lost four games. I don't see one team <laughs> beating them four times in seven games. It's just they're, yeah. they're too good. Solid point. All right, that's the buzzer. Nice job. Uh, let's come back. We'll hit the fourth quarter and wrap this puppy up. Shaboing! You know you've got that thing that makes the girls all sweet. You know exactly.
talk hoops we play dope music it is uh, you know in the fourth quarter we like to we like to flow we like to free flow and uh, you know while the music is playing we definitely talk amongst ourselves and crack some jokes and sometimes I think uh, it's better off you don't hear them so we don't get in any trouble being appropriate <laughs> <laughs> find ourselves in any rap beef there's a lot of rap beef going on you know but I saw I was like you know I reached a point six you were about to say something to Dre 
And I was like, look, this isn't going off the air anymore. Let the candid talk be here. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I'm just seeing a headline that uh, uh, Rita Ora sues Rock Nation and demands release from label. <laughs> yeah, I and... sent the link like a month ago. Oh, but no, but also Rock Nation is also suing her, apparently, too. I don't know. <laughs> A lot and, of I heard, and I heard Steve Nash is the attorney for both of their clients. <laughs> All right, next, 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 next. <laughs> no, but the crazy, no, just one point about that. The thing about that is, yep. this girl is signed to Rock Nation until like 2080. Like, 2080? She got a lifetime LeBron Nike. She has a yeah. long deal with them, though. She should be a, a like, robot man. by then, right? Yeah, I don't know any Rita Ora's music really. I'm not, I'm not into it. I don't know it. Either, but she's, she just, uh, she's, she's citing, magazine. she's citing the California seven-year rule. Um, you know, maintaining that if you haven't had an album drop in seven years, you can get released. Oh, she's uh, never put out an album. Well, here's the thing. No, Rock, Na- Rock Nation <laughs> is, see- is seeking 2.4 million in its suit, claiming it spent more than two million dollars. In marketing and promoting the second album, which is yet to be released, mm. uh, that's Rock Nation's fault. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why you know, would you? Yeah, yeah. You gonna sue me for it? Well, get out of here! I'm, look, record. <laughs> I'm ne- obviously it? I don't know Rita Ora's music, but I'll never stick up for record labels. I mean, they're the they're the, the biggest jive turkeys rolling. I mean, I mean, who wants, I mean, come on, of course. I mean, that's how it goes. But she signed a deal thinking Jay was gonna put her on. I mean. You can't put everybody on, you know? You know, you know that's so. that's the toughest thing is when you sign with an artist and you expect the artist to put you on. Sometimes right. it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know what I mean? Most times it doesn't. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It in, in in the court in the court papers, Rita is actually claiming being disgruntled that they went ahead and made title and Rock Nation Sports. Like she's literally Fam, like, they yeah. put out a song where she was on a song with Chris Brown. Iggy Azalea, every every famous. Oh yeah, that song was, was big. With. Right, right. But not right. any of the records really broke her through. What else do you want them to do? They're only human beings. They can't <laughs> They're only human beings. <laughs> They're, They're not aliens. Not, you know, They're not yeah, aliens. Go, yeah, no. I, I, what, what, what do you want? You want them to just start buying your, your CD like make you single platinum? I mean, well, they what, do that anyway. They do, they do that anyway. Let me. Speaking of which, uh, anybody listen to the Rihanna album? Speaking of title, I haven't yet. Nah, because I'm I Apple Music. Songs, but I have a, I have are you are you guys anti anti? No, no, I'm gonna nah. give it a shot. I'm gonna give well, it a shot. Well, here's the thing. Bill, here's an interesting thing about Rihanna's thing is that Bill Billboard is not recognizing her album. They're not certifying it platinum because she did sell a million album units through her partnership with Samsung. So the R it's like Hove. Yeah, but, so the R I A certified it, it platinum, but Billboard's yeah. not counting it. Wow. Instead, right. instead they're saying she sold like sixteen thousand in debut. Yeah, what is that bullshit? What is that bullshit though? Like, how could you go platinum? What? Because it's on the phone? Yeah. Well, that's like, the J thing, the Magna Carta thing. Remember where you got the the yeah, one but million? That doesn't mean that they a million people heard it. Like, <laughs> right? It you. It just means like if iPhone decides to just put the U two album. Song, right. Right. Wow. Like. Yeah, the physical the physical release for Rihanna is uh this Friday the fifth. Right, it's that's, how to go to platinum crazy. for dummies, like you know. Now, now they're playing now they're playing those industry games. Oh, it went platinum. Oh, 
Well, like them to a phone. You know, I gotta give I gotta give uh, you know title I guess some credit in a in a way to get these artists. You know, Jay's really wielding his power, getting Rihanna to exclusively put out her album through it. Beyonce exclusively put out an album through it. Whatever, all this stuff. Because I mean, title is like in fourth place in the streaming game, and like well, pretty not far, pretty not far behind. Not exclusive, like a nice week and a half before everything else. Well, I mean that yeah, is exclusive to a point. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, and I don't. You know, it's like I don't. I just don't ever think title's gonna work. I mean, it's 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 just late to the game. I mean, I don't even oh, know what say. else to say. I just, right, we it, had a cast about that too. We talked about. Yeah, that. I was just reading too that Apple Music is actually going to pass Spotify next year in terms of uh, subscribers. Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, I, I mean, I I signed up for Apple Music a few months ago, uh, like a month or two ago. I love it. It's yeah. awesome. I I never liked Spotify. Uh, yeah. I I absolutely love Apple Music. I I, I love Spotify, but I, I I'm just happy uh, people are you know are using it, and I think. The freemium thing for Spotify needs to end. I mean, <clears throat> I just think that's bullshit. I'll just be honest. But, yeah, I mean, digital what do, music is getting bigger again. What do I know? <laughs> what do I know? I just write songs for a living. What do I know? Uh, speaking of unconventional music business-related things, Cameron has recorded an album for a Canadian financial firm. <laughs> no, I saw that. And you know that's so funny? Because last night I went on a Joel Santana YouTube wormhole. Oh, oh boy. Oh. You went down that? Class. No, that's, a, that's Santana Town video. Santana's Town video. Out of control. Oh, out it's of, one of the control. best videos ever, dude. As, as is that weird vine of that scrawny kid doing it. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. It's like a thing that way. He's walking around? Yes. <laughs> Terrible! You have to see it. He's like, oh. he's like, he weighs like fifty pounds, and he does it. But anyway, so yeah, apparently, Brett the Hitman Hart liaison Cameron. <laughs> Stop! To, Stop. To, Stop. Listen, 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 listen. Oh, was the Canadian firm owned by Steve Nash? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Cam, Cameron, and Brett the Hitman Hart were hanging out at a Baltimore Ravens game, and became friends. Oh God. And, I'm serious. Brett introduced Cameron to this Canadian financial company. They're called Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. And, and Cam has recorded a endorsement song with uh, apparently a whole album done and maybe on the way. Done. This is facts. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the theme song is dope. You guys should go check it. It's called the like, Sharpshooter theme song by Cameron. Uh man. yeah, this is real. What happened to Cam, man? What you would think I'm I, I I did not smoke a blunt or anything of the nature. This is real life. Brett the Hitman Hart, Cameron. It's crazy. New. But I don't I don't even know what to say to you right <laughs> yeah. now. Either way, that's story, things. That's How do you awesome, want me man. to respond? Like, <laughs> what am I? What am I supposed to say then? Like, okay, alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, bred the hitman heart. My my eighteen year old self is like have about my mind's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like overload. Um, side, side note the picture of of uh 
Cam and Brett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Brett, is, Brett is wearing a Ravens jersey, and he also has a cast around one arm. What the f- just to bring for a full style? circle. For style, or is this, did he break his arm? He he he, he punched uh, the Dipset's equipment manager. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> 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 and if he can join the uh, the organization, hand to hand organization. Hand, hand, <laughs> hand to heart. Hand hand to heart. Hand, they can handle hand that a lot better, you know. They can handle they that. Can handle that. Yeah, you gotta handle your business. Oh my god. Are people, uh, keeping, are people even keeping up with? I can't keep track of this Meat Mill Fifty Cent Drake thing. What's happening? I'm over, I mean, I'm over it's all. Yeah. yeah. I what do think. you think of the new Drake song though? What, yeah, what Drake has a new song. Sweet, Sweet Sixteen, Summer Sixteen. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like another diss song, right? Yeah. Nah, nah, not yeah, he's a, song, he he disses like... Meek. He disses Tory Lanez. Um, yeah, I mean, Chris Brown. He did Tory Lanez. He, did, he disses Chris Brown in that. Yep. A little. What bit. does he say? Talking about dancing. Nah, nah. He was just saying Chris like Brown that. doing it. He was just saying uh, Hotline Bling had everybody dancing. Oh. Even even Chris Brown. Oh, that's yeah. a diss. That's what it is. <laughs> that's a diss. Yeah, All right. right. Yeah. Look, these guys. Oh. Uh, you know, Drake, Drake a heavy hitter, dude. He got he got a bigger pool than Kanye. Then he had then he had and, DJ Khaled at the end of it. Classic. Oh, <laughs> let's let, let's talk about something cool, like awesome, involving Drake though. Is they played this yo Nas on Future's March Madness. Have y'all heard this? Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. cool. It's crazy. Ooh, what? Yeah. Speaking of Drake, yeah. Why is Sting doing the NBA halftime show? Oh, oh that's a bad job. I love Sting, the police. I, I, Why isn't Drake doing the halftime show? Drake, there's the weekend, Justin Bieber, oh. anybody, anybody. That's a bad job. What is, who, what? Sting. Sting. At the NBA. Motherfucker's gonna be like, oh, that's that Puff Daddy song. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Puff Daddy shit. Yeah, he stole Daddy shit. He stole Puff Daddy shit. Yo, oh, I, he stole I don't know, Puff man. Daddy shit. That might bad be the worst. Yo, Adam's. Oh, that's yeah, a this, bad job. It's an Adam. Is this an Adam Silver no, move or that it's no. Roger Center? No, no. no, it's it's like some. Honestly, some behind-the-scenes bureaucratic. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a cold play at the halftime for Super Bowl. That, even, that, makes, that makes a yeah. little bit more that sense like, than this. That makes a right. ton of more sense than Sting at the All-Star Weekend. Roger said it. Like, you got to go Canadian at least, at the least. And, dude, you got to go. You got to have a hip-hop artist. It's the NBA. Right. Right. What are we talking about? Yeah. Drake is yeah, right there. Maybe Drake, Drake Sting collabo, new nah, Drake nah you're talking. Hotline nah, Blink remix with Sting? You know that Hotline Blink? <laughs> hotline, hotline Sting? <laughs> that was good. Hotline you know? Sting? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is kind of fire, though. <laughs> that would be kind of fire. That would, that would be kind of fire, though. That would be dope. Yo, I'm telling you, that shit would be dope. Who know in the hotline, please? <laughs> if, if I see that shit, I'm calling you immediately. Oh, oh God. God. By the way, I think uh, I think they're calling that off at the buzzer. That was amazing, bro. Hit me on my cell phone. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, okay. 
care. We gotta get you gotta get co-writer credits for that now, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they say uh, if, you're, if you're in the room. What is the saying? If uh, you're in the building, it's a third. What is it? What's the saying? Oh, yeah, it's something like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something like that, yeah. yeah. All right, boys and girls, it's the end of the layup line. We could do this all the time, but we do it once a week. And with that, uh, let's uh, let's sign off. We, we went over the we, – we usually go over the buzzer in the fourth quarter, so right now they're in Secaucus giving us the, NBA, the review. <laughs> yeah. All right, signing off, we had uh, my boy Six Cents. Orange Apron. And Brent. Shout out Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> Dre Bond. Jers. My name is Adam Sight. Thank you so much for listening to Layup Line. Same time next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.